When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Monday, episode 607 of Coach Unplugged. Today we're going to talk to a TeachHoops.com member about building a youth program. Um, and you'll kind of see what's available over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the Netflix for basketball coaches. Is it not only videos and resources and one-on-one calls? My wife is convinced I spend my time in my office just talking to teachhoops.com members. Uh, office hours, resources. We're putting up new courses, new videos all the time. Come over and check it out. Also, go over and check out or check out Dr. Dish. Um, the I believe the people up at Dr. Dish up in Minnesota, so they're north of me, if you can believe that, um, is uh, is the most innovative shooting machine on the market. Not only you know, not only does is it easy to use and set up and break down, they've got workouts and they've got workouts programmed into the phone where the machine will know, and it's so easy. And someone that doesn't have great technology. Um, skills is able to do it. So go over and check out those great people over Dr. Dish mentioned Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off. Um, let's head off to the podcast. Before, maybe even before you start this podcast, why don't you hit stop, get out of the, get off the treadmill, get out of the car <laughs> or stop the car and subscribe and leave a review. Um, we're going to have a special giveaway uh, for that person that uh, leaves the most interesting review. Um, hopefully it's a five star, but uh, we're looking for those uh, for Coach Unplugs. Go over and do that. And let's head off to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, brought to you by the great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, so a couple things. Uh, this episode is gonna, is going to be a great one. We're going to talk about building a youth program. So whether you're in a youth program or in a youth program or, or in a, some sort of high school program, I think this will be a very interesting podcast for you. I would ask you to do a couple things. First thing, go over and um, subscribe and like to this podcast. It's, it's really important for 
our community um, to get the word out. That would be the first thing. If you're looking for some free resources, I would I would ask you over go over and check out Teach Hoops on YouTube. Um, we're going to start putting stuff up there on a regular basis for you. And the third and the last thing is if you're looking to take your your coaching to the next level, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for a community, if you're looking for answers, <laughs> um, if you're looking just for tons of resources and don't want any of those other things, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's go and uh, talk about youth program. <laughs> All right, so tell me all the questions you have. I'm sure there's lots of them. Yeah, there, there is. They've been building. Okay. So, um, I really have more questions about, um, obviously, non-basketball stuff and more of, like, the youth program. Okay, yep. Um, and exactly, like, how did, like, when you first started. So, like, I think their youth program is pretty bad right now. Okay. Um, everything I can find. So I guess how did you really get that started and what were like the first steps that you took? So we initially associated ours with our YMCA because we couldn't get gym space. Okay. Gym space is always an issue. You have to, <laughs> um, because you need other space other than the high school to be able to, to run a good youth program. So you need elementaries, middle schools, community centers, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's the first place we started. So we started with the Y and they kind of ran it initially so we could get it off the ground, try to get at least one or two teams at each age level. And Mm then, um, gosh, I would say about five or six years ago, we kind of split from the Y because we weren't getting what we needed from them. Um, And then we started our own 501C, um, which we have a board and we have parents and we put the girls and boys programs together. Okay. Um, under one big, huge umbrella. So, uh, and our athletic director is like the president and it, it works really well. Um, so yeah, gym space is the biggest one. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how your, how your school district works, but it's, it seems like it's always hard to get gym time in the winter. <laughs> the school I'm currently at, it's definitely hard. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know how, how exactly works there. They do seem to have, like, they have a nice website, the, okay. the youth club and everything like that. Okay. Um, so it's definitely there. I'm not sure about the gym space, though. And how many, and are they boys and girls separate, or are they together? They're separate. Okay. And then how many, did, did could you figure out how many teams at each age level? One team, at, it looked like at each level. And that was, they seem a little low. Okay, um, that does. And what's the what's the high what's Menashe's high school uh, enrollment? Uh, they're about a thousand. So they're D two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I would think you'd want two. I mean, at our good levels, we have four, um, okay. especially the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they climb, then we kind of start separating a little. I want everybody playing all the way through eighth grade because you never know. Yep. Um, the, the funny part, Daryl Willis, who played for Wichita State this year, just walked in my room um, seventh hour today. It was hilarious. And he's like six eight. He couldn't make a left-handed layup when he was a ninth grader, and he's left-handed. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, so you never know where the development's going to come. So yeah. you never want you don't want to turn kids off. You want the the only reason we don't have teams is we don't have enough coaches. Uh, okay. That's the only reason we turn kids away. Now, you obviously have to differentiate. You don't have the same kids taking calculus as taking algebra. So you have to differentiate at some point. Um, and I tend to do that more at the middle schools. Once they start getting up that, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, here's our, here's 10. Um, 
and then we kind of come in. So ideally, I we haven't figured this one out. Ideally, we wouldn't have parents coaching. Um, I haven't figured out that yet, <laughs> and this is thirty years. <laughs> um, but we do a big part of the selection process. So I have my coaches and my entire staff come in and help select the teams because I want every kid to have a, an opportunity to make you know, especially in seventh or eighth grade, make that top team. Otherwise it becomes this whole, um, self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. I was in the A team. Why aren't I in the A team again? And it's like, well, we're going to pick the teams and then we'll figure out the coaches. Um, so there has to be, a, there has to be a work with that. Um, okay. but I think a key thing with, and I, and I've said this before to other people, I think a key with this is, is you got to get out this is something I don't do it as much because I'm too old now and I don't, I don't have enough energy to do it. Mm-hmm. I used to go out and run clinics at the elementaries on the south side, free stuff. Um, we did Saturday morning stuff where we would, you know, I'd have my varsity guys during the season. They'd come in and we'd do like a free, you know, like 45-minute like little dribblers kind of thing. Yep. You basically got to become, um, uh, you know, a, a marketing genius to like be honest figure. with you. You do, and you and you got to make it like you know, and that's why we moved all the way down to the, I think second graders because I got to get my claws on them before they get into hockey. I got to get my claws into them before they become swimmers, yep. um, at least yep. show an interest. Otherwise, I lose them, you know. And swimmers sure. and hockey players, by the time they're they know they're swimmers and hockey players by fifth grade. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so I really want to go down and get them. So that is a huge thing. With that's a that's a huge community thing. That's a huge. Um, it's a good PR thing. Parents are seeing you out at the games. All that stuff is huge. Um, and, and I don't know if I've told you this before, but it's like a, it's a, it's a five to seven year plan to turn most things around. Mine was my initial first run was a little lower, less than that, but um, I got, I got yeah an NBA kid coming through. That <laughs> yeah. That always helps. That helps a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have, um, were your numbers low when you started like at the youth? Uh, when when the person who I took the job from, who was the head coach for two years, it took him about two years to get to numbers where where they were steady and growing. Okay. Um, and then after that, after word got out, you know, we had earlier tryouts in the fall to get kids involved. Um, then it, then it's been kind of a steady, and then you know it's kind of I don't it kind of ebbs and flows whether it's you know straight across or up and down. Yep. Uh, but it's been pretty consistent. You know, you're never going to, you know, we're a school of 22. We're almost twice as, we are yeah. twice as big as, and, and you know, we're not going to have seven teams because there aren't seven, you know, that many seventh graders that want to play basketball that come through our feeder. So, yep. um, you know, I think a realistic or a good goal for you to try to get two at each level. Um, okay. You know, ten, 10 kids. I and, and another thing about youth teams is I like to keep them. I don't like more than 10 on any youth team ever. Um, and the, you know, it's hard sometimes with practices for the coach and they got to think outside the box, but I don't want, you know, 12 or 14 on a team cause half of them are sitting. I want them playing. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Cause like, well, they're actually in our, some in ashes in new London's conference right. where I'm at now. And they, um, like even so, the, explain who's in that conference. Cause I, I, I taught in Wausau for a while. So they used to be with Appleton's. Correct. Okay. Yeah. But now it's uh, New London, Menasha, Xavier. Okay. Uh, Seymour. Okay. West Pier. 
<laughs> this is a that's a bear of a conference. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty Murphy's got to be Murphy's got to be done. I think he's got two years left until his son's done. I think so too. Yes. I think so too. Uh, Shano is in it, and then uh, Green Bay East and Green Bay West. So. And where do the other two Green Bays go then? Uh, I don't. They're with the other Green Bay schools, but yeah, they have the Green Bay West and East come down by us. And are they so. smaller? Is that why? Uh, Green Bay East is D one. Uh, Green Bay West is D two. Interesting, because so. then Preble and then that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when I, I mean, when I was coaching, it was um, Menasha was in the Valley because you know I went to Lawrence, so I knew. Okay. Like, yep. Well, all that stuff. It's like holy crud. I think that's that's just as tough a conference. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is pretty tough. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I think that answers. Oh, what I was going to say is because even like uh, right now they have um, at the JV, they only had one JV team this year. And no freshmen? Uh, they, yeah, no freshmen. Or they ended up combining them. Um, partially it was due to uh, grades. Okay. So they kicked some guys off, but they didn't, they really didn't have numbers. They only had 10 on their JV team. So, okay. So I, I think I, and then I, I would say you got to treat this almost like you're a football coach is okay. you need numbers initially. Yep. <laughs> and then you can worry about, you know, um, so you can worry about self cutting and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to basically convince kids to come out. It's like kind of like our wrestling team. It's hard to get kids to come out wrestling for a school. You just got to yep. get, you got to get numbers. You just got to get numbers. You got to get kids out. Um, Cause they have a, they have a big football program and they're really good at football. They're so, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something I would ask. I would ask, I would ask in, in the interview process too, what's the working relationship between football and basketball? Yeah. Um, you know, I've been lucky with mine, but you, you got, if you don't have a good working, I mean, that, that can be like water and oil. If that's not, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, we got to be on the, all the same page. I don't want, you know, is the football coach telling them not to go out for basketball? Well, then you might as well not apply kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and maybe you got to do some digging on that, but that, there's yeah <laughs> i and i per I, in in a school of a thousand i think you can have a lot of three sport athletes i think this is my personal opinion our school it's we, we end up with more two sport athletes because it's really hard it's really hard three. to play three at a big big school um and be competitive yeah yeah so you gotta be good at all yeah <laughs> gotcha oh that's good um like uh Another big topic I know that's going to be with them is uh, parents. Yep. Um, obviously. Um, like, just curious how you go over your preseason meeting with them. Yep. With so, um, I think most issues in the world can be solved by communication. So, I think you, especially as a new coach, you got to over-communicate rather than under-communicate. Mm-hmm. I would convey that, that I, you know, they're not my enemy. They're my ally. I just, most most problems from someone that's taught 30 years <laughs> and I can tell you this from having, I don't even know how many kids come through my class is most problems come about because of lack of communication somewhere in the triangle player, parent, or teacher or coach, whichever way you want to look at it. And when those three aren't communicating and usually the, the, usually the kid to the coach and the kid to the parent is poor communication because they're teenagers. So that's where you got to kind of gap that and make the bottom part of that triangle. It's the math teacher and me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, 
I over communicate. Um, I find great parent reps um, that take care of most of it. Uh, you know, they're I'm not I'm communicating very little with my parents about our summer stuff coming up, but okay. I'm communicating to my assistant and I'm communicating to our parent rep. And we have basically a triangle, then she sends it out. I don't need to be contacting all of them. Um, sure. But I want them to know what's going on. Uh, you know, you know, here's what's happening. We're collecting money, all that kind of stuff. Um, going back to your initial question with the preseason meeting, I don't do those anymore. I used to. Okay. Again, and I would, I would recommend everybody that's starting to definitely do a preseason meeting. I just... I'm just not gonna because I'm too old and sure. if they fire me, I'll just go fishing. You know, <laughs> I don't care anymore. So uh, that's why I don't do it. And everyone kind of knows how my ship runs. So that's okay. Um, what I think you need to do, especially in that preseason meeting is you need to talk about your, you got to talk about uh, your expectations for the entire program. You have to talk about how you're going to communicate with them. You're going to talk about um, vacation policies What's going to happen when Johnny decides he wants to go? It's not a big deal in basketball, but let's say he wants to go see grandma over winter break and miss practice for a week. How are you going to handle that? Um, how are you going to handle unexcused absences? How are you going to handle kids that aren't passing? You know, all that kind of stuff. I, again, don't do it anymore. I had a list of 12 things that everybody signed and handed it out, collected it. I, again, don't do it because everybody kind of knows my rules. Um, yep. You know, if you miss practice, I don't care what the reason is. You, you don't start or you don't play right away. Yeah. All that I've kind of stuff. I just, I communicate that to them. They might not agree with it, but they've, they've heard it. Um, and I explained the reason behind it. I said, I'm not punishing your son by not starting him because he was sick with the flu. I'm rewarding the kid that's there. Your son's still going to play. I'm not telling him he's not going to play. He's not going to start because he mm -hmm. wasn't here. Yeah. You know, he missed the lesson basically is the way I do it. Um, so, yes, I, I mean, I would talk, and this is something, I had, I had an assistant principal on my staff when I started. He was actually the one I took the, the job from. And he, we would always talk about, okay, here's my thoughts on, you know, um, my rules for the year. I try to simplify them down to 10 or 12, you know, being all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we would, you know, we would tweak it as things kind of go along. Great thing yep. to run by your athletic director. Um but I think it's really important for the kids. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying uh, the podcast as much as I am. Uh, but before we jump in, I'd love to give a big shout out. This podcast is brought to you by the great people over at Ladder. Um, so I didn't even know about, I'll be honest, I didn't even know about Ladder, geez, probably three weeks ago I didn't know about it. But it was founded by LeBron James and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, so everyone probably knows who, who those two people are. and they. Um, they changed the way supplements for athletes was kind of, I know, I know the LeBron part of the story wasn't happy with what was out there. So they worked with some of the top scientists out there. I was looking for something for my son who's going off to college, hopefully to play basketball and every, ever, you know, supplements are these crazy things. Some are good. Some are bad. Um, the two of them kind of came together, figured out a way to have a kind of a third party come in and figure out that safety standards, everything was okay. And obviously if LeBron James and Arnold Schwarzenegger are putting their names behind it. Um, and then it came, they, they sent me some more. I'm, I'm, I'm begging them for more, but uh, they sent me some, it's like went out of our house in like three seconds, but the packaging, the, the, um, 
the uh, thing you drink out of, uh, you know, where he's got the shaker. I don't even know what the exact name of that is. Um, but it's unbelievable. I can already, you know, it's got a pre-workouts. It's got energy. It's got post-workouts. It's got protein. Um, unbelievably great stuff. Go over and check it out. It's, you know, you, you probably aren't going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it, it, it will definitely help in recovery and all those kind of things. And at least in my opinion, what I've seen with my son, at least, um, use better, better every day for 30% off everything in the ladder store. Um, so again, better every day. Um, and they'll take really good care of you. Uh, so go over and check it out and let's head back to the podcast. But I think it's really important for the kids and the parent to be at that preseason meeting. Cause I want, you know, uh, I remember I got the I got my job, the my job in October, September, October, <laughs> so late. November. It was very late because <laughs> mm-hmm. he got an assistant job, assistant principal job, couldn't coach, blah blah blah. So yeah. I sat down with everybody in that meeting and basically said, you know, here's how things are going to work, yeah. you know, and and to be honest with you, I wasn't a very nice person the first couple of years. I was very, you're, you know, you're ten seconds late, you're late. It doesn't matter. Here's the consequence. Cause I basically had to change culture um, mm-hmm. and talking about that program, you're definitely going to have to change culture. Yep. You know, our expectation is to win, not to be competitive. It's to mm-hmm. win. And how do, how do we win? You know, and you're going to have kids quit. You have people that are mad. Um, this is where, do you have the support of the administration is a key question. Um, okay. <laughs> moving into it. Cause you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna turn a team uh, a program that hasn't won around, you need support. Um, you need a support of of your athletic director and your principal. Basically, if you have those two people I have your back, you're good to go. It's the reason I haven't left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying this so far. Make sure you take thirty seconds, hit subscribe and like when you have a chance. But if you're driving a car, do not do that. <laughs> um, go over and check us out on on, on YouTube at Teach Hoops, and then. Uh, Go over and check teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's get back to the to the question. You know, but, um, I haven't heard about the principal, but the athletic director is really good for what Okay, okay. So, and he's actually um, a son of a kid who's in the New London program, or okay. his son is in the New London, New London program. program. Oh, so okay. that's how. So I know him a little bit. So okay. Um. So yeah. So that's good. Um. But so the coach that left there, I heard that he was applying for everywhere and I haven't got a chance to talk to him yet. He's applying Uh, for every job everywhere. Like he did. Yeah. And he ended up getting the Appleton East job. Okay. And what, um, and what, how long was he there? He was there four or five years. Okay. And you haven't talked to him? I have not talked to him yet. Um, so I would but, try to definitely talk to him if you think you're going to get the job before you take it. Before I take it? Okay. I mean, he's going to have a slanted view, but he's going to have a view. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if this, you know, he's going to, you're going to hear things from him. Again, go in with an open mind about it. It's like, here's someone that's leaving. They're not super happy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there might be some obstacles that you need to, to approach definitely at the, um, at the interview. And the interview is going to be how you're going to commu- I mean, if I'm the athletic director and principal, I definitely care about your X's and O's. I care about your philosophy. I care about, you know, how you're going to run things. But I care more, you know, it's like a hiring a teacher. I care just as much about how, how are you going to handle, you know, how are you going to handle that parent that walks in 
to the end of practice and just starts berating you? How are you going to handle the, you know, the, you know, I, and I've had it happen. People have come up to me after a game and what happened three years ago, I, we lost and the parent, it's like, Whoa. <laughs> and, and in my old days, I would have just walked away. This I'm, I'm old enough that I just said, all right, let's take a deep breath, calm down, let's talk. And, and I talked to him. I, you know, in the old days, I probably wouldn't have. Um, yeah. Cause it's like, whatever, I'll talk to you. I know, I know you're upset. Um, but you know, that's the thing is those are the things, you know, how are you going to handle the kid that's not passing? How are you going to handle, um, you know, those are the factors that if you're thinking about, if I'm your athletic director, I don't want the parent calls. <laughs> I don't want, you know, the upset kids, you know, how am I going to do that? Um, okay. So that's, that, you got to think before you go into the interview, you got to think about what they're thinking about and whoever's on that committee. If it's just the athletic director, if it's a player, yep. if it's a parent, they're all going to have different things that they want. You know, the kid's going to want to know what kind of style you're playing or, you know, how long a practice is going to be, or are you going to practice on set? The parent's going to want to know, you know, how do you determine playing time? You know, what's your philosophy on kids admit all that kind of stuff. Um, gotcha. They think you really got to play that off in your head. Okay. Um, so it's just, you're, you're, it's second nature when it comes to that interview. Gotcha. Makes sense. Hold on one second. I'm going to close my door. No problem. It's my wife, not my dog. That time I'm making noise. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Uh, you mentioned like um, getting involved in the community, the team. Community. Yep. yep. Uh, what are some activities that you did for that? I guess. Oh, we worked really at help. like soup kitchens. We volunteered to pack things at the Salvation Army. Um, we've helped set up for graduation and done those kind of things. Um, anything you can find. Um, again, doing less of that now that I'm getting older, yeah. seeing getting closer to the exit. Um, but a lot of that kind of stuff is really important. Um, mm -hmm. You know, going running the youth camps. All my guys will be at camp in a week and a half. You know, mm -hmm. they don't get paid anything. They just come and they uh, the little kids want to see them. You know, going out and running clinics, reading to the kids in the elementary schools. We do a big part of that in the spring. I just ship them out, and you know, if they went to like John Muir, they go to John Muir and read to his class and stuff. And okay, um, so that all that kind of stuff where because they need to realize that those little eyes think that they're LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and especially, I mean, and it's not even as big a deal. It's kind of a big deal in our community, but especially with some of the guys we've come through, but definitely in the smaller communities, mm -hmm. it's like, that's, that's their rock star, man. I mean, they don't, you know, they're not going to Badger games every night, you know, yep. so, um, or Bucks games. So that's their rock star. So the kids need to realize that what they do is being seen by a lot of people. Okay. Uh, yep. That, makes, that sense? makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. And, it, and, and, I, it, and it's, it's great. It's great PR. It looks good for you. It looks good for the kids. And to be honest with you, we're, we're all teachers. So we're trying to teach them. It's correct. more than about basketball, you know, basketball, but it's, more and it's good. Like team bonding stuff. Yeah. So. Anything. And that's a side note too. anything you can do team bonding. Mm -hmm. you know, we haven't had, we haven't had like all stars the last four or five years, but, we've done a lot of team bonding, a lot of leadership stuff. And I think that's helped, especially over the winter, winter, our, our winter break, we have two week winter break. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's super important uh, for bringing them together. Anything you can do with that is huge. And that's yeah. something to convey. It's like, you know, 
I'm not just their coach. You know, we're not just their coaches. We're their psychologists. We're their, you know, parents sometimes. We're their nurse sometimes. It's a little bit of everything. So, gotcha. Is, do they have I, a timeline for this job? For the for the for the interview and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they really haven't. I just said as soon as possible on the thing. Um, okay. I talked to them. Um, it sounds like they they only had four slots open for the interview, so I think there's four guys. Okay. Um, so, um, but I know they want to hire pretty quickly, and they're in the yeah. same summer league as we are in, and that starts uh, two weeks. Right. So. They're, they're running out of time. That's why I asked the question. It's like, holy balls, you're running out of time. Yeah. 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 So, yep. Um, uh, back to that bonding question. I was just curious, does, um, you've been around in your, in the Madison area, does the Badgers do anything like, um, where you can go in and uh, meet the players as a team? Sometimes no, they'll get like you tickets. They can get you tickets to definitely preseason games. Okay. Um, as coaches, we've gone in and watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, we've never done anything as a team. I think there's some NCAA issues with that. Cause, um, uh, well, in, I'm from Michigan, grew up right. in Grand Rapids. Yep. And we uh, that was one of our team bonding trips is we got to we'd go to a game and then okay. they'd uh, invite us to the locker room and we actually got to meet the players and stuff. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was a pretty cool thing. So we could maybe Green Bay would do that too. That'd they be, might. Yeah. I was just curious if you knew anything. No. Like um do you have to fundraise anymore much? Uh about for your trips? Yeah, um depends on the trip. Um we're not probably going to go on a trip this year because the WI found a rule that says you can only go to teams. You can only go to tournaments of eight teams rather than sixteen. Really? <laughs> and they approved us to go to one. We were going down to one, defend one this December that we won two years ago. That's sixteen, and they approved mm-hmm. it. And then someone found the rule, and now they won't let us. I don't know. It's a whole deal. Um, we do fundraise. Um, we run a three-on-three three thing um, in the year, during the year. Um, I'm thinking of running a coaching clinic. That's always a good gig to do. Coaching clinics are awesome because they're relatively cheap to do. Okay. Because uh, you just basically got to pay the coaches to come in. They talk and then, you know, charge people gate and that's it. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, um, you got to find some little kids to, 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 to um, run around, be a run around and stuff. Yeah. You know, you find some eighth graders or something to do that or junior college kids that are sitting around. Um, so that's the first thing. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't tend to do when we go to these tournaments a lot, you know, a lot of, they take pretty good care of us as far as hotels and food and stuff. Kids, kids will raise money and then they pay for their ticket, their airline tickets usually. So, um, yeah, that's those are the two big ones that we've done. We run our camp. That helps a lot too. Um, as far as fundraising goes, but, yeah, I'm, and I definitely want to ask because I'm thinking about for like our, like the youth club or whatever, and um, I I want to find out whether they're progressive or not. Like, am I going to be able to get you know stuff that I want? Like, if right. I have right. something? Do you or, need a doctor dish? Like, yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. would be great. <laughs> yeah, we just got the newest version. It's awesome. Is it? Oh my god, it's unbelievable. Everything's run through the phone. And, it, and the drills are already in there, and it keeps really? track of it. Yeah, we got about three weeks ago. We had a, we we. This is our new first shooting machine in like ten years. Okay, I feel like an old Doctor Dish. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, that looks pretty sweet. It is very sweet. I'd go <laughs> with the middle version. The pro one is the one that seemed to be the best fit. Okay, so it keeps track of makes and misses and stuff. And um, okay, 
Yeah, it's really good. It's about nice. four or five grand, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're not cheap. No, they are not cheap. <laughs> but I think they're handmade. I don't. We had, think, yeah. No, yeah, I think we had the. Uh, have you heard of the Noah? Oh yeah. We had them come uh, and demonstrate for us. Right. And we were on board, but the gir- we couldn't get the girls' program because we had to have both. So they went. Uh, they went now. They but now they kind of have the ball that does it. Yes, they've improved. Yeah. You mean you mean the Noah? No, they're like there's actually a ball that will like the Wilson. Oh, ball. really? The basketball. The, the the actual basketball. Gotcha. It's an app, I think. Uh, ninety four fifty had one, but that I think they went under. There was another ball. I think Wilson's got one where it keeps track of how hard you dribble it. The arc. All that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty Interesting. cool. Yeah. Uh, do you do a lot of preseason uh, conditioning stuff or no? Uh, we do as a school. Um, okay. You know, I, I leave the kids. We I bet 85% of our kids because we have boys volleyball and I coach boys volleyball. So between boys volleyball and football, we probably have like 85% of our kids out for something. Okay. So I really leave them alone until about the three or four week mark before uh, the season starts, and then we then we rev it up. Um, we have a huge hill in the back. We do some, you know, um, stuff similar to uh, what uh, Coach Ryan used to do and Coach Card does now. We do a lot of hill stuff, a lot of progressive stuff. But it's school based. We got girl, we got girls out. We got everybody out there that plays basically a winter sport. Gotcha. Um, so that's I think nice. that's key. I think conditioning is key. Um, okay. I'm tweaking my fall, trying to get them to shoot more in the fall. We didn't mm-hmm. do a great job of that last year. Uh, so I'm going to try to figure out how we can get, luckily I coach, like I said, coach volleyball, maybe we can get them in the gym a little bit more to get shots okay. up. Cause you know, they work all summer, they get their shot and then, then it falls off. It yeah. falls off. Cause they lose that, they lose that window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they're playing another sport. Right. Yeah. And in football, football and all the others, even soccer, it's just a different, you know, football's 12 seconds, poof, and then it's over. Yep. And then they rest. You know, basketball's got to be poof, 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 you know, yep. spurts. Uh, yeah. I ran cross country for a year and that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, but that doesn't really, there's no coral. I mean, it helps no, you your long. Yeah. There's no correlation. Nothing. Yeah. But when you're a yeah. kid, you didn't know that. So. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's going to help. Yeah. So those are the main questions I have for now. Okay. So. Well, you, um, you um, when it gets close to the interview, we'll, we can hook up again, and then if you have any other questions, we can definitely do that. Sounds good. I mean, awesome. do you, you have any other suggestions? or? Nope. Pratt, go through those interview questions that are on yep. T-Coops. Do those. Um, think about your philosophy because they're going to ask you about your philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, any parent question you could possibly throw at you, they're going to throw at you probably. Okay. Um, and what, you know, one of the, one of the, I remember one of the, you know, what makes you different than the other three applicants? Um, that mm-hmm. kind of, those kind of tweaky ones are the, the ones that can kind of fall people. And then just make sure you, you have everything, you know, cause they might, my guess is a lot, the, the better programs have someone that's basketball knowledgeable in there. So yep. they'll ask you, you know, Hey, down to, to what are you going to do? So just think about some of those situational stuff. Um, okay. Other than that, yeah. Get a good night's sleep. I got to tell kids before the ACT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds good. All right. So. See you, coach. All right. See ya. Right. Thank yep, you. Bye-bye. Yep.
Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, you know, this is this is a labor of love. I can definitely tell you that. I I really do enjoy doing this a lot. A um, couple things that you can do for us that help us a lot: go over and subscribe and like both here for the podcast and also on YouTube under Teach Hoops. That way, you'll get notifications when new things come out on either one of the platforms. And we've kind of settled on the Monday Wednesday thing for right now, but when we start adding more podcasts you will be the first one to be notified. Uh, and then if you have some time this summer, if you're not taking the fam to um, the beach, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I can tell you right now, this is going up end of July. I can tell you by the time, maybe even by the time this goes up, prices are going to be increasing. Um, we're, we're changing our platform. We're doing all sorts of things. So get in now before prices go up, um, before our, our, our peak season here in the fall when people are revving up for basketball season. So go over and check it out. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.